0: How is it going today, ladies and gentlemen? I hope all of you are well today as you are listening to this. Um, I want to thank you guys for listening to the um, podcast so far. Um, The response has been awesome. And again, I just thank you guys for listening. Um, Tell a friend about it. Get the word out. Hopefully it it provides some encouragement um, to someone. Wanted to just touch base on something we talked about last week. The Alabama Crimson Tide are now national champions. They defeated the Ohio State Buckeyes by more than the 10 to 14 points that I thought it was going to be. I am totally blown away by the fact that they won by the margin that they did and now you have some of the uh, underclassmen declaring for the draft which is good go out and make that money while you can because you never know next play could be the last one so go out make that money while you can it's super exciting to see you guys play hopefully you do well and Uh, be, be successful at the next level. Also in the news this past week, James Harden was traded to the Brooklyn Nets to form a new Big Three in the Eastern Conference of the National Basketball Association. That is kind of exciting. He was disgruntled and wanted out of Houston. And the Rockets, after multiple trade partners and offers, decided that Brooklyn would give them the best deal to get Harden out of there, which also involved some other teams, and uh, Victor Oladipo wound up going to the Rockets from Indiana, also someone that was looking to get out of um, the current situation that he was in. So maybe it's good for all parties, all folks involved, get them a fresh start and winning with their new teams. That is all that I have on the sports front. Well, no, take that back. Uh, Commissioner Rob Manford in the uh, MLB told us this week that they are looking to start the season with 162 games in 180 days, full fans, full spring training, everything like it has been, Uh, normally in years past so hopefully we are getting back to a little uh, bit of normalcy with baseball and maybe we get these vaccines and some herd immunity going we are trending toward getting back to normal in our everyday lives or a new normal for that matter which will hopefully include not mask and social distancing because I am a, am a social butterfly. I would deem myself a social butterfly. I like people. I like hugs. I invade people's personal space sometimes because I am. I, I just like that interaction. I'm a hugger. And this whole COVID thing's been hard on us huggers now. It's been hard on us. I can't come and, and give you a a good, you know, appropriate side hug because... We got a social distance, but boys, when this thing is lifted and and we can get back at out at the the places that we go to churches and and ball fields and uh, grocery stores and be able to give folks hugs again and and just handshakes and dap them up, oh, it's gonna be a beautiful day. It's gonna be a beautiful day. I cannot wait for that. So, those are a little bit on the the sports front, on the. A political front this upcoming Wednesday will be inauguration day, which, from all accounts, could possibly turn into some more upheaval in not just the capital but the capitals of some of the states um there some intelligence suggesting that there might be some types of um some types of riots or protests or um, violence breaking out at some of the capitals, maybe, uh, possibly, on Inauguration Day. So not looking forward to that. I just I pray that, that God is in it, and he just allows a smooth transition and everything just goes like it is supposed to, and um, no one is hurt. Other than feelings, cause boy, we are gonna have some hurt feelings. Already got hurt feelings, but it is what it is. There were hurt feelings four years ago. There was hurt feelings eight years ago. There was hurt feelings twelve years ago. I bet somebody's still mad from when George Washington was elected back. You know, when the country was founded, there was somebody still sitting around mad because their guy didn't win. So you know, folks are gonna folks gonna be upset. Um, but it is what it is. Just let's let's move forward as a country and start some some healing. Uh, start some bonding. Start getting back to what made America America, and that was all different races and creeds, religions, types of people coming together to form this melting pot that is America. And although we might have disagreements and we might not see eye to eye. I'm going to drop a bomb on you. You still get along. I don't have to agree with what you say. I don't have to agree with what you do. But does that give me the right to go out and harm you or hurt you or run you down? No. I can just simply state that I don't agree with you and move on. We can agree to disagree. That is the beautiful part about being an American I don't live in a communist country where I have to agree with the way things are going. I'm not going to be harmed or killed because of it. I can disagree and move on. We've got in the world, well, the country and the world today, um, this mindset of, if you don't agree with me, I have to do something to change your mind. No, it's okay. The world's still going to spin, slightly tilted on its axis. 24 hours make a day, 365 make a year. It's been happening for a while. Still going to happen. If I disagree with you or agree with you, still going to spin. No need to get your uh, undergarments in a bunch. It's going to be fine. We need to learn how to be able to agree to disagree and still be friends, still get along, Um, instead of just getting all mad and sad and violent, love one another. So that's that's what we're looking for this week, uh, the inauguration day. Uh, we've gone over sports. Now I want to transition uh, a little bit to something that I'm excited about, and I say I'm excited about. Um, you might not know that people are excited, might not know that I'm excited about it. You might not. It's something that everybody has, every one of us, everybody within the sound of my voice here, everyone that I pass by on the highway, everybody that I come into contact with at my job has this, and I bet you are racking your brain right now trying to figure out what I'm talking about. I'm talking about burdens. Every one of us has a burden. Every one of us is carrying something that is just, it's a weight on us. Now, some folks' burdens are a little heavier than others. um, and, But some are, some are uh, maybe even life and death. It's just as tough. And a lot of the people that are carrying these burdens, you have no idea that they are. We were talking the other day, comedians, people that are funny on the outside, people that joke around and, and like and seem very playful, seem very happy on the outside, far too often on the inside are carrying something carrying the weight of the world on themselves to which they believe the only end is to take their own life, which is not the answer. My dad once told me that suicide is a permanent solution to a temporary problem. And I have, that has stayed with me throughout my 39 years now on this earth it's a permanent solution to a temporary problem no matter how bad you think it is today tomorrow's a new day tomorrow's a new day so if you're listening to this and you're thinking about hey it might be time to end it find get on the phone call somebody text myself text a friend call a friend reach out. That's not the answer. That is definitely not the answer. But comedians, people that are funny on the outside, they they tend to have a lot of burdens that they're carrying, weights that they're carrying. But we all are carrying some type of burden. We all are. I was privileged to be able to go to a men's event this week. And we sat around a table and that's what the discussion was was burdens. What burden are you carrying? What thing is weighing you down that nobody knows about? Nobody has any idea what you're facing. What is it? And so we all kind of sat around and shared ours. And um, some of the answers you wouldn't have pegged with the people that, that gave them because we never know what someone else is dealing with. If you look up the definition of burden, it is defined as something that is carried, a duty or a responsibility. We don't know what other people are carrying. We don't know the responsibility, the burden that they believe they have. Like those comedians, man, they make millions of dollars telling jokes and being funny and seeming happy on the inside when they are dying on, or seeming happy on the outside, when they are dying and just coming to pieces on the inside. But they mask it so well. And that's a lot of us in society. We like to mask what's, what we're dealing with on the inside. We like to put a little cover over it, dress it up, so that that way nobody knows what problems we're dealing with. We can let them know what we want them to know. When, guys, man, we need people. that We are a relational people. God created us to be relational, to have interaction. That is why I believe, um, although physically this COVID with the, the organs and the, the lungs and all that, the, the, the physical, the science part of it, um, is tough i think as equally tough on folks has been the relational part of it not being able to get out and see family not being able to interact with the people that they normally interact with it's very tough on people so that might be a burden that somebody's dealing with today Uh, could be financial got themselves into something and uh, finances and it just doesn't seem like there's ever going to be a bright spot that could be a burden that somebody's dealing with Friendships, um, friends come and they go, and have different things that they do, and there might be a burden that you're carrying for a friend or a friendship that you have. Uh, it could be physical; there might be a physical burden that you have. Um, God, uh, Paul asked God to take the. The uh, burden, the thorn that he had in his flesh, he asked him to take it out three times. And, and God told him, hey, you've asked me to do that three times. My grace is sufficient. Hey, I've got you covered, man. You deal with, I've got you covered. God has got us covered, but sometimes we seek other avenues to try to help those burdens. A bottle or a pill or a computer screen or other things that We seek out to try to be able to mask those burdens that we're carrying, but we're all carrying a burden. We all have problems. We all have things that we're dealing with. And if you turn in Scripture, in Galatians 6, 2, we all have things that we're dealing with, but the Bible asks in Galatians that we carry one another's burdens, and this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. We should carry one another's burdens. We should be able to go, if you're a believer, if you're not a believer, it doesn't matter. We should be able to carry one another's burdens. To carry one another's burdens. Because if we carry one another's burdens, it says that we would be able to fulfill the law. What law is it talking about? Is it talking about the law down... You know, in Tuscaloosa, is it talking about the U.S. government law? Is it talking about um, international law? What what law is it talking about? If you flip back to Matthew 22, it'll tell us what law that we're talking about here. Matthew 22, 37 through 40 says, And he said to them, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the greatest and most important command. The second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets depend on these two commands. So that is what that is what Jesus has asked us to do. In Galatians, he's asked us to bear one another's burdens because, hey, that's going to fulfill the law. And you go back to, hey, what law is this? It's in Matthew uh, 22 right there. It says, hey, Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. That is where we have gotten away from this, guys. Everybody is carrying a burden. Everybody has something that's weighing them down. And instead of going to people and asking them, how can I help you? What can I do for you? Is there any way that I can uplift you? Is there any way that I can come along, walk beside you, and help you out? Um we become a mean mean people um, i mean um, a mean race of people, angry, hateful folks, going back to what we talked about just a second ago if you don 't agree with me then hey i 'm going to be i 'm going to force you to agree with me, and sometimes that 's not the case so instead of having love and kindness in our hearts, we have become. A people that have hatred, anger, bitterness in our heart. And that hurts me. As I sit here and I talk about this, it's kind of hitting me that we as a people have gone from a loving, kind, embracing race... To a divisive hate filled angry race of people. And we don't need that. We don't need that. When it talks about in Galatians bearing one another's burdens, the word bear comes from a Greek word bastazo, which means to carry, to take up, to take away. And the word burden comes from barrows, and that means a weight. So literally it means it's asking us to carry that weight away, to help pick up that weight from people and help them to carry it. But we don't want to do that. We don't want to do that. We want to run them down. We want to hurt them. We want to harm them because in our mind maybe we believe that it helps us Look better. I don't know. I can't give you an answer on why I believe, why I think we do it, but we do it. We do it. We like to run people down. We like to cause problems. We like to call divisive uh, division. We like to be divisive. And there's no reason for it. Because Everyone carries that burden, and you don't know what type burden that they are carrying. You don't know what is weighing them down. But everybody has something. And if you get nothing else out of this, guys, if you get nothing else out of this, I want you to stop and I want you to think about that, that everybody has something that's that's on them. Everybody's got a problem. Everybody has a burden. So how about this? My challenge to you going forward for this next week, year, month, the rest of your life, instead of you trying to just, not that you're trying to be hateful and divisive, but we all are, why not be intentional? I want us to be intentional. A race of intentional people intentionally, Trying to be Matthew 22 right there. Loving yourself and love, or loving your neighbor as yourself and loving God. I want us to be an intentional Matthew 22 race of people. I want us to be intentional on being the hands and the feet of Jesus. And by that I mean this. Let's stop trying to run everybody down. Let's stop trying to. Uh drag everybody down into the the pity party and the sad sacking and the poor me that you might have and if you if you've got a burden on you, go to someone, find you somebody, find you somebody that that you can be accountable with and that you can bounce ideas off of and and try to lift one another up and if you're down and you're out, maybe they'll be able to help you, maybe they'll be able to carry that burden as in Galatians, but to go a step further, let's stop trying to just just stop trying to be mean. Stop being mean to one another because you never know what action or word might trigger someone to do something either harmful to themselves or harmful to someone else um the job that i have we had a personal uh professional development this week and we we're reading through a book and in the book there was a quote from one of the columbine shooters and the quote it just got all over me because um It was telling the parents of the victims that their children caused this because they were mean, they were hateful, they were angry. And now, I am not condoning violence in any way, shape, form, or fashion or saying that it is okay. What happened in Columbine was atrocious. Um, It was sick and it was vile and it was of the devil. It was um, an attack from the enemy. But we can take something from that. And that being that the people that we are mean to People that we say angry things towards um, sometimes can lash out. Sometimes can have things happen. And we don't need to do that. We need to try to be uplifting. We not try to need to try to be positive. We need to try to be as Christ-like as we can. Which goes back to that Matthew 22. Just loving people as Jesus loves us, and then loving God, loving head Jesus, um, ourselves. We have got to get back to that. Because you never know what angry word or being mean to someone might drive them to do, like in the Columbine case, it drove those kids to to shoot. You never know what negative comment, word, action could drive someone to do but let's let's not end it on that. Let's end it on a positive note right here. What positive word um could turn someone to do something? What a, what, what kind of positive word could? And you you don't know the answer to that. You don't know what the ceiling is on that. Cuz I mean there could be you don't know the limits. So let's just bring a little bit of positivity to the world today tomorrow this next week and instead of speaking negative instead of um instead of being down on what's going on let's let's be blessed let's be positive let's speak life guys let's speak life to someone this week um i challenge you each day to speak life to be positive to someone every day this week because you don't know what they're going through, you don't know what they're facing, and you don't know what that kind word might do to their day. Because there's been times where somebody said something nice to me and it might not even, I mean it just out of the way passing comment, but it changed my whole outlook of that day because someone said something nice. Someone lifted me up. We need to do more of that instead of running folks down, backbiting, talking behind backs. We need to be positive. We need more positive, less negative. More positive, less negative. Uh, the world would be a much better place. So that's my challenge this week. I want you to speak life to someone daily. I want you to give an uplifting comment to someone daily i want you to love on someone daily by lifting them up with words or with an action maybe you get them a coffee maybe you get them a biscuit i don't know what it, i don't know what the love of jesus looks like in your situation because it's all different but be that love be that uplifting try to help someone carry that burden Try to help someone lift that burden that they're carrying. Try to help them this week and I want to um land this plane today with the greatest one of all that can help us carry our burdens and that's Jesus Christ. If you go to matthew eleven twenty nine it talks about all of you take up my yoke meaning Jesus, my yoke, and learn from me, meaning Jesus, because I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for yourselves. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. My yoke is easy. Now, Jesus ain't talking about frying eggs. Jesus ain't talking about, hey, I want mine over easy, sunny side up. When Jesus is talking about yoke here, he's talking about like oxen, or cows back before they had tractors, they would use this contraption, wooden contraption, and it would tie them together because they were more powerful together than they were separated. A single cow or oxen uh, was not as powerful if you put two of them to tie two of them together with a yoke. And I grew up after the fact that this was a popular thing that went on, so I never saw it in action until I had the privilege of going to the island of Cuba on a mission trip, and we had gone over to the seminary, and sure enough there was a farmer that was plowing a field out in front of the seminary, and he had a couple of uh, oxen yoked up, and being able to see them do what they were doing really put this um, Bible verse into context seeing those animals tied together and plowing the field really shed light on this verse of Scripture. It showed me that with Jesus, when we're together, it can help us greatly, immensely. He's going to carry our burdens. He's going to help lighten that load. He's going to help us But we have to go to him. We have to fall on our face, repent, and put our full faith in Jesus Christ for him to be able to help us carry our burdens. But he will, guys. There have been so many times in my life that Jesus has gotten me through because he's helped carry my burdens. He's going to make them light. He's going to make them easy. He is going to help us with that. If you will allow him. Turn to his word. Reach out. Cry out to him. He is wanting to help you guys. He does. But you have to go to him. You have to seek him. He's there waiting. If you'll only turn to him. I'll leave you with that. And I just want to reiterate, guys, we all got stuff we facing. We all have problems. We all have burdens. But I pray that th- this week you are the salt in the life, the salt in the light, and that you help to carry the burden of somebody that has been put in your path. I pray that you help carry the burden of somebody that's been put in your life. You have to ease that. You have to walk with them, talk with them. Guys, it's just a kind word, a kind action. That's all it takes. That's all it takes, just being nice to somebody. In a country that has so much division and so much hatred right now, you'll stand out. Then people want to know what you've got, what's different, why are you the way that you are. And then you can spread that gospel. You can tell them, hey, Let me tell you about my Jesus. But it all starts with that kind word, that kind action, and just being the hands and the feet of Jesus Christ. Until next week, hope you guys have a fantastic week. Um, Go out, be the hands and the feet, be the salt and the light that Jesus has called us to be, and we'll get back up with you next week. Peace out.